For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. feels good to be doing the podcast again. I, I agree. I mean, dude, like, it's the number one Rocket League podcast. Like, we can do whatever we wanted now. You know what? Like, we, we're we so big, we can could, we could freaking get Keanu Reeves, dude. I nah, thought we could. N- no. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't play Rocket League. He wouldn't be interested in that. Nah, probably not. Oh, you know, Nicole, hang on. Let's... Nope. No, it's okay. Oh, you're listening right now. That's weird. We're doing. We're not. Li- but it's not a live uh, podcast. It's okay. Oh, all right. Huh? Yeah, that was that was Keanu. Uh, he said he'd be down for the show, um, and that he was listening to us. Now I don't know how he's doing that because we don't put the show out publicly. That's until... very interesting. Yeah, he also said that he wants me for John Wick three. Um, what is so... what is that? What is that? Is that a uh, that's you know the the third movie John Wick two just came out. Oh okay, um, is that like um, John Bick, the one about I, the pen, named John? <laughs> Get it? Because pens named Bick, and and the pen's name is John, and it's it's John Bick. <laughs> oh, hang on, this is another <laughs> another call. Okay, hang on. Uh, hello. Yeah, what's up, Don? Uh, not much. Just recording right now. Yeah. Is it Don Fisher? Uh, that's okay. Yeah, I'll tell him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell him. Okay. Yeah, you too. Uh, well, I can't do Thursday. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. See ya. That was uh, uh, President-elect Donald Trump. Uh, he called and said that your jokes are terrible and that you you have to stop. <laughs> you know me and Donnie are tight. <laughs> you get, like Donnie because his name's Donald. <laughs> so I called him Donnie. Because we're tight. Um, I don't know about that, but he, yeah, he literally, he said that the John no, no, he was part joking. of the he show was... needs to be cut, or so, we would be uh, tried for treason. So, oh, um, well, the, if it's live, we can't stop it now. I mean, pretty sure every time someone listens to it, we just re-record it live. Well, I mean, it makes sense because he's using the NSA channel to kind of like to listen in, right? I mean, it's very plausible that someone could hack into our Discord and actually listen in live. I mean, I saw it with that movie with with Shia LaBeouf, you know. I mean, which wasn't a great movie. Oh, uh, I love that like movie. That, yeah, that was such a good movie. I thought it was kind of terrible, but <laughs> oh, that's weird. Hang on. <coughs> oh, Shia, what's up? You too, huh? Yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, get him, Shia. He's a jerk. <laughs> right. Oh, you didn't like the, the John Dick joke either. Okay, I'll let him you know. know. man. All right. <laughs> Bye. Shia LaBeouf is washed up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get opinions on my jokes. <laughs> I don't know, man. The I think if the, if the POTUS and one of America's heartthrob actors says that it's a bad joke i think i think it's got to be retired i think we got to cut it from the show 
I, I, yeah. I really don't think that that's a good idea. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a, I'm getting a call, too. Oh, that's a weird ringtone. Okay. Hello? Oh, it's the house of the rising sun. Do you want, <laughs> do you want any Chinese food, Knox? I'm about to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to have uh, two egg rolls and one... I think... <laughs> They hung up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh! That's interesting. That's it's crazy. Man, we should really Yo. take our phone calls before the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, hang on. Savage, I'm on the phone. Mick! How's it? Man. Yeah, okay. Really? Are you sure? You. Okay. Wait. Ask him if he wants any Chinese. You want some Chinese? <laughs> okay. Alright, yeah. You just put your order in. Okay. That was Macaulay Culkin. He says he likes your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Macaulay get along. <laughs> so maybe we should continue with the podcast that does jokes. You know, live from Manfield, the Rocket League podcast, where we jump on Rocket League news, boost you straight to Rocketeer, all the while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals. I am not the president-elect, but the vice president of podcasting, Knox Phoenix. And I am your president, <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Adam. Savage. <laughs> uh, wow, I can't always... believe you stepped down and took the vice president role. What a guy. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you understand how this podcast actually is run. <laughs> can, can we talk about how much it sucks to be recording today? Like, because... Oh my gosh, we could spend so much time tomorrow just not recording. It's and true. Then... But yeah, like, the update's coming out tomorrow, and so, like, everyone's going to you know, have the update in hand after we, like, talk about what we think is coming and stuff like that, but, uh, like, we don't know, and so it's not even fair to us that since, you know, we recorded the night before, so I I guess to those who are listening live, if you, if somehow, somehow you've got that NSA channel, you, sh- you need to listen to the podcast before the update goes live tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I would, I would highly recommend that nobody plays Rocket League until they listen to this. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you're just gonna be upset. Um. Okay, but there was a little bit more information released about the update, which is kind of cool. There's this whole write-up about changes coming to the competitive season, and this is kind of crazy. Like, this is what I was most excited for uh, out of everything. Uh, because... One sec. Next. Oh. So they announced some new, uh, like stuff happening with the ranked season um and this was the announcement that i was most excited for by far uh because you know we can all agree season three is broken not only did it go on so long but it was actually broken and yeah, it was it was it was not a good got not a good season and so they've gone like into some good depth here about like some of the changes now a lot of the stuff that we already knew like you know they outlined the the new skill tiers we already knew about those um, and then they talked about there being fewer divisions. We already knew about that. Um, but some of the new stuff that they talked about was that uh, a little bit more parameters on the grand champ rank, which um, they didn't give us any kind of percentage or anything like that. Uh, quite specific. It was a very, very broad thing. Eh, kind of a little bit more like a little bit broad. It not like would, not broad, but like, I don't know. It wasn't like hardcore facts. It was because they said like. It's going to be harder than it was at the end of season three, but it's not going to be as hard as it was at the beginning of season three, right? 
Like that's what they said. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you remember before the calibration, so yeah, they said it's not going to be as hard as it was pre-calibration, but it won't be as easy as it was post-calibration. Um, because if you remember pre-calibration, uh, not like, I think it was like the top 50 only were, were grand champ. Like, I don't even think it might've been like, I think 47 was the last grand champ. Um, on the hundred, the top 100 leaderboard, which is obviously, that's not how it should be. <laughs> right. And, but at the same time, it's, it shouldn't be like it is right now where up to three to 4% are in the grand champ level, especially if they're dividing the, the skill tiers even more. So, I mean, this makes sense. Um, so we'll, we'll see, can you, we'll see how that goes. Um, it, they talked that they're going to, they mentioned that they're going to be doing a, um, well, first off on the grand champ, like scheme of things, they said that champion one, two, and three, the new, you know, champion tiers that are coming in because thank goodness they're getting rid of that stupid champ, super champ, grand champ, bullcrap champ one, two, and three now, uh, is going to be including yeah, players, uh, from champion to low end grand champion. So, um, yeah. Wait, do you say the champion is going to. So if you are like low end grand champ now, like if you're probably like eleven hundred, eleven fifty to twelve hundred, yeah. you'll probably end up in champion three. That just irks me. I like why? Nah, I don't know. It's I understand like not going a hard reset, but I really don't like this super super soft reset. I don't think it's super soft. Well, okay, but season two, I'm gonna be. There's a very good chance I end up in champion three. Which means the only division up for me to go is Grand Champion, and that's just not going to happen, hopefully. Uh, like, for the sake of... Well, if you're saying that, like... You probably will make Champion 3, but, like... I don't know. It all depends on, like, how soft the, the skill reset is. I understand. I would, I Season would 2 had a soft like, skill reset, and we, all, we can all agree that that did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, I think they learned from that. The only really this the only skill reset I've actually like legitimately liked was coming from preseason to season one. You remember that one? Um, that one was that decent, one, but that one went from literally like like a whole paradigm of ranks to like a whole new rank system, so you didn't even know like where to plan. Honestly, well, it was, I I it do was honestly very, think that. Sorry. If they're introducing like this time frame seasons and stuff like that, then I think they can get away with a hard skill reset each season. Like, why not? See, like, yeah, I would like to see like a medium hard skill reset. Because <laughs> I don't medium hard skill reset look like. Well, one where nobody gets placed in champion. Okay. And where like those top tiers are actually top tiers. What if it was? Because, like, the grind is the most fun part of ranked. Like, okay. I would say, I, I mean, for me, I enjoy being in a certain rank and playing through and, like, going up and up. And, like, since season three has happened, that's just not been a thing, which is why it's been kind of a bummer to be playing okay. ranked at all. But when I get placed, I'm just very upset about, like, I want to throw my rank before tomorrow. <laughs> so I get placed in, like, gold one. What if. Like, what if they did, this was a medium hard reset. What if anyone who was a uh, challenger two and below goes back to unranked and anyone above challenger two goes back to like challenger two, just like split the uprights. Like you get half the community 
And that way, you know, you know, if you're better than challenger two, then you've got like, you know, the challenger two and up People climb to do. People would be very, very upset about Would they though? I don't know. I think maybe three. Maybe three groups. So three like, groups. so you either go down to so rising like you star, you go to, down to champion or you go down to challenger one or you go down to like prospect one. Yeah. Something like that. Something like where, all right, you didn't, you don't have to gain back. You're not starting at zero points again. Or you're not starting at 100 points, but you're also not starting one tier lower than you ended off. Okay. So, like, it's it still has a little bit of that work required for it. Because, like, if I don't have any of that work to put in, like, why am I, it's why true. Am I playing this game? Because I'm, yeah, I don't know. Better also, explain. another good thing about more, like, like, crazier resets is that it's more friendly to like new players, right? Yeah. And I don't feel like yeah, they're coming in then, the middle of like a whole skill rank system. Because like think about the people that buy this game in the past week. And like think about how degrading it would feel for them if they're like, oh tomorrow there's this like update. I'm gonna play play ranked and everybody is down at that like it was a hard, hard reset and everybody goes back to unranked. Just think about how It'd be it'd be messy. Awful that would it be was, for them. It was messy. I remember how messy it was. Yeah. But to its credit, the only thing I you know what I honestly think the hard reset worked really well. The only thing that it didn't do well is it didn't do a good enough job at like dispersing the players. So maybe maybe all right, if we're gonna be sharing opinions on what we think the skill reset should should be like, how about this? How about everyone, every single player is reset back to um, to unranked, all right? Back to zero. But your win percentage for your 10 placement matches plus an algorithm including how far you reached last season is what determines what, you know, you get put into after your... Um, yeah, like placement matches. Yeah, yeah. So, like, all right. So placement match number one, it doesn't think anything of you. You're an unranked, all right? You could go up against anyone of anyone right doesn't matter if you're grand champ or you know prospect one all right but game two it's like okay all right so you've got your one and oh right now and last season you reached like champion let's maybe bump up someone else who got close to champion last season and they're also one and oh or you know something like that and then so, so that way it's a mixture of both and then what ends up happening is it can place you more accurately comparatively to other players but with still having that reset feel okay yeah. Hire me, Psionics. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they should have. Like, that's on them, you know? Oh, they absolutely should have. <laughs> I mean, I've applied like seven times and... Oh, hang on. Getting a call. Seriously? Like, where are you... I mean, no. My internet's pretty secure. Okay, wait, never mind. Oh. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Alrighty, yeah, cool, bye. That was Psionics. Uh, they they actually did want to hire me, but they said that since I don't know how to work a podcast and keep it private from the internet, my internet security is, is garbage, so they, they legally can't. Oh, 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 getting... oh, look, I'm getting a call, too. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's Art. Oh. Hey, Art, what's up? Oh, you're just talking to the person that just talked to Knox? That's crazy. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, he says to stop taking phone calls in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh what can i say um all right so that's the skill reset um shorter seasons they've 
They've said that the, the seasons are going to be shorter. We, I mean, we knew that. Um, they're going to be trying to make it last about like four months or so. I like that. So, that's I mean, good, yeah. That's a good length. That's three seasons a year. That's good. I like it. Not one season a year, like just happened. But then the most exciting part of this entire update that they outlined is that they have reworked the matchmaking system. This is, in my opinion, what needed the most work. In fact, it's what led to most people having a rank that they didn't deserve, vice versa, both ways. Like, I feel like I'm a little lower ranked than I should be. And, you know, in ideally the threes playlist right now, because that's the one I really focus on. And it's weird because, like, all right, you know, everyone will say that they're better than their the rank, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I like I'm qualified. Take all this with a grain of salt. I it to me and the players that I'm playing with, I, I, it feels like night and day. It feels like I can easily see a huge skill difference between that. But at the same time, like I feel like I'm getting held back by the teammates and I'll win, you know, three out of five games. But the climb is so slow because I feel like the the people that I'm playing with are similar rank to me and I'm not getting, you know, the points I should be getting for carrying and that kind of stuff. So uh, I think it's because the matchmaking system has been so messed up about certain people getting lucky to get a lot of points and, you know, getting beat hard on teams that they should have lost to, like that kind of stuff. I think the matchmaking system needed improvement and it's on the way. Okay. First off, they said that they're going to stop using um like deviations based on an uncertainty level and that it's just going to be more like a modern skill system okay they also said that um that good players with all right hang on there's some like bullet points here good players with high uncertainty are aren't underranked anymore leading to fairer and more fun matches awesome good players with high uncertainty so that's me that's that's me all right, so this is the, the vortex that season three got caught up in. So this is kind of what I was just complaining about. If I go like three and five or even just like three and six, you know, like if, if I start, you know, going back and forth, the, the system's going to be like, okay, we don't know quite where you're at right now because you've won three in a row and then you've lost two in a row. Like what's going on? And so it starts building up an uncertainty level about me. And then um, like, you know, I can end up just staying underranked where I was. Like I can get caught in like a vortex, a whirlpool down here, like, you know, in low grand champ where I am in threes, even though like, I, you know, I can tell I'm better than the players I'm playing with, um, you know, most of the time. Some I I could I definitely recognize that there were times when people were on my team that were caught in the same vortex. And those were the games that we like crush people like literally yesterday I was playing threes ranked and I uh, got this teammate on my team like a couple times in a row who was like you know, super champ. I could tell that he was way better than super champ because we, he and I, when we were on the same team, won like seven, Oh, like six, one, six, two, like three games in a row. He added me afterwards because he was like, okay, like we, we understand what's happening here. Yeah. So players more quickly reach their appropriate rank, which means less unbalanced games overall. This is what the season needed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that sentence. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's it's more talking about making sure that people don't, like, get one point for a win or something, right? Yes. Like, that's what they're more quickly. Yeah, okay. I'm a fan of that. That's good. That'll help people out from being so upset. But not just, like, the matchmaking and skill rating system is getting an update, but also in how it finds matches is getting a huge update, which is kind of cool. Which is they're, also like they're boasting that it's going to be a lot faster. It's going to be based on like playlists and regions. 
So that's exciting stuff too. Uh, some good quality of life improvements are always welcomed. Always welcomed. Yeah. Make sure that like I'm playing against, you're playing against gold two players or something. Yeah. And yeah. then the icing on top of the cake, which was hilarious and rather unexpected. Uh, Neo Tokyo is RIP. <laughs> Why would you take out just Neo Tokyo and not start this? Well, because they have a beautiful, super cleverly worded statement in their press release. And we usually don't go directly to the press release and just read it. But uh, this is such a beautiful little sentence that I figured uh, it has to be read. Okay, here it is. Ready? We recognize that alternate format arenas are a controversial subject and did not take make this decision lightly. Okay, that's the precursor to this wonderful statement. Here we go. The data we gathered since the Arena Preferences feature launched in December showed far less dislike for these arenas than one might expect from reading social media, but it did amplify our internal concerns about whether the Neo Tokyo Arena design met our standards as a team for Rocket League. I want to break down what that sentence means, okay? First half. The data we gathered when the Arena Preferences feature launched showed far less dislike for these arenas than one might expect. Okay, meaning, hey, you'd be surprised, you idiots, if you saw how many people ended up keeping or liking, you know, stuff like Starbase and Wasteland. The second half, but it did amplify our internal concerns about whether the Neo Tokyo Arena design met our standards, meaning, holy crap, everyone did dislike Neo Tokyo, though that one was a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) Or the people that did dislike it caught our eyes, and the fact that no competitive players ever wanted to play it. Uh, our eyes. That but, was yeah. But like they said, they're <laughs> removing it from competitive and casual players. Yeah, it's just going away. <laughs> Which and means that they've got back that the like preferences people like posted for it were both for the unranked playlists and the ranked playlists. People just did not want to play Neo Tokyo. But it's going to come back as a standard format. Yes, that's cool. that's cool. That's great. It's a cool looking map. So, like, it'll have just the, like, countdown timers still going and, like... Yes. Yes. Okay. And the aesthetic, the, like, rainy, like, Tokyo look. It'll, it'll all look like that. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest, though, Savage, like, it's cool that I Neo mean, Tokyo's going away. Like, but if I'm being fully honest, I feel like I'm going to, like, whisper because it's, like, a secret, but like, not really, like, a secret. If I'm being really honest, Savage... I really wish that it was Wasteland and not Neo Tokyo that was getting the boot. I did, there, I said it. I love Wasteland. No, shut up. I like Wasteland and I like Neo Tokyo. I just <laughs> can't play on Starbase. Really? It just makes me so upset all the time. Every time. All the time. Ugh. But on all top of Neo Tokyo going away, there's also some transparency and an update on how the, the arena preferences are going to work. It's basically one for one percentages on, on how it's going to show up, which is kind of cool. So if half the players in a server dislike a map, then it has a 50% chance of not showing up. Like, so, uh, and you know, if you know, one in six people, I don't want to do the math there, but if one out of four people don't, you know, like a map, then it has a 25% chance of not showing up. And if three people don't like it, it's got a 75% chance of not showing up. So, uh, a little bit. If everybody doesn't like it, then it will not show up at all. It actually won't show up, which is beautiful. Which is b e a beautiful, but not not entirely sure why that wasn't a thing before. Why I know. that wasn't a very yeah like, less leniency with the percentages. Thing, I know, but like you know, it's okay. Um, the between the writing of this though 
is that in the high end um like scale of rocket league like the ranks and stuff you can pretty much say goodbye to starbase and wasteland because you only get two dislikes and there's only two maps to dislike now oh wasteland (laughs) i'm not even gonna dislike it i'm gonna only have one map disliked watch they're gonna throw a curveball and pillars is coming to rank to this update yeah (laughs) actually no i don't like pillars no one likes pillars you know man someone likes pillars Oh, I don't know who, but someone does. And then, of course, for the first time ever, Rocket League is getting an Easter update, which is interesting that they didn't call it like a spring holiday update. Yeah, it's full out like Easter. Easter's technically a Christian holiday, right? Yeah, it's I don't even think it's like borderline international. I'm pretty sure it's just like American Christian. (laughs) If I just search for Easter. Sunday, April 16th. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, like, I mean, I Wikipedia know. definitely people thinks in, it's... People in Europe celebrate Easter and stuff too. So, okay. It's not just American, but uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting one. I'll welcome the, the painted colored egg antenna. That's probably all I'll use. Maybe the bunny ears. Whoa. I, I use the cat ears. You know what's really crazy? What's really crazy? Last year, Easter was on the 27th of March in the Western. So like here. Yeah. And then, like, in Europe, it was on May 1st. But well, this year, it's on April 16th in both the U.S. and, like, the Western and the European. <laughs> and the European. <laughs> well, that makes sense why they didn't do it last year, because that would have been a mess. Yeah, that would have been just ridiculous. Like, when do they release it? But now they know. Oh, I forgot to do my normal little spot check. Whenever they post one of these updates, I always check the background and the wheels and stuff to make sure that they're not like, you know, sliding something in. Doesn't look like it. This car has painted chakrams, though. That's kind of cool. What wheels is this breakout using in the division titles post? In the division titles post. Let's see here. Um, Wait, I don't see a breakout. What channel are you on? The changes coming with competitive season four? Yeah, on the news, the news article. Yeah. Wednesday, March 15th, by Corey Davis. Yeah. I see and a like Merc. is the top, and then scroll down. Yeah. And there's a, there's a breakout on the left. On that, like, thing? Yeah. You can't even see what kind of wheels it is. It's just a generic exactly. type of... Exactly. They're oh probably new. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe I just walked down that path. <laughs> I cannot believe I just walked down that path. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to answer that. That's Corey Davis, and he's mad at you for for saying that. (laughs) Uh, We like to have fun. If you've ever lost a rug, we know the man to turn to. It's Findable Carpet. How's it going, man? That was actually one of the only people that's introduced me by my accurate name. Really? No, yeah. I mean, like, people joke about it, but I've never been introduced as a findable carpet. That was the first time. Good what? job. Why? <laughs> wait, wait. So it was, did you introduce him as a man who could find your carpet? No, 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 no. If you, if you, if you can't. Or as it. the object, the findable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am a very discoverable piece. So like, of, uh, if I lose my rug, furniture. I go to you. No, 
No. No, you get me. You're the one piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, the you one, <laughs> you're the one piece of carpet that I have that I can always count on. <laughs> oh, now you're making it sound so sweet. <laughs> oh, wow. Just don't let Savage walk all over you. All right, we're done with the rug puns. But seriously, how did you get your name, Findable Carpet? Um, so I wish I had a cooler story than I actually do. But um, my name is a randomly generated Xbox Live gamer tag that I got when I was 12 years old. That is oh epic. Yeah, I've had it since I was 12. Everyone's like, oh, the carpet, because your beard? I'm like, nope, nope. But all right, Did sure. You... <laughs> Did you have a beard when you were 12? Uh, sadly, no. No, I didn't actually start growing a beard until probably about two years ago, I'd say. Hmm. When it comes to randomly generated, like, gamer tags, you won the lottery. Like... I. No, I really did. It's funny because people that also use them can pinpoint it immediately. Like people come in chat and they're like, yeah, that's a randomly generated Xbox Live gamer tag, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? He's like, I use mine forever. Like, I don't know. Are you guys familiar with Famished Burrito? Oh. Yeah. yeah he's the same thing. Famished Burrito so is funny. another Xbox Live gamer tag user. We're both just lazy bastards, apparently. So it's just adjective obscure <laughs> noun. Yeah. I'm but, changing my name. What's what's funny is I didn't know that Xbox did that when I was making my first name. So, like, I made the name. I was, like, you know, an edgy 12-year-old. And I was like, what do I like a lot? I was like, Dr. Pepper. Cool. Dr. Pepper guy is what I inputted. Well, we don't have that. It's like, Dr. Pepper guy's been taken, buddy. But we do have Dr. Pepper guy 999, Dr. Pepper guy 1992, Dr. Pepper guy whatever. Or findable carpet. And like I didn't, I didn't know that the randomly generated name was a thing, so I thought the program just broke. I'm like, what happened? I call him. I call him. My brother. We're both like laughing our ass off. We're like, what is happening right now? This has to be the most ridiculous thing ever. Like years later, I find out that Xbox does that to everyone. But like, it was just so obscure. Like it didn't make any sense. I I ended up not even going with it. I actually still went with like Dr Pepper guy and then my birth month like two one five, but it stuck in my head for years. And then when I went to go make my first Reddit account, I'm like, well, I wanted this to be a little more anonymous, right? Yeah. Because everyone knows. Yeah, Anyone, they people. can track you down if they know you like Dr. Pepper. That's a, a cross-network grid right there. Yeah. I, I mean, who doesn't like Dr. Pepper? You know, I mean, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty uh, normal thing. I guess I would have gotten hidden in the masses of all the other Dr. Pepper guys out there. But um, yeah, so I'm like, oh, this is pretty. I, 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 it, it was like seven years later. I still didn't forget it. I'm like, findable carpet. Yeah, let's use that. And then I ended up like, getting more attached to it because I just loved how ridiculous it was. <laughs> That's great. Um, so when did you make this decision that you weren't going to be a pro player anymore and you were going to go be a caster? Um, so it was more of like an abstract moment. It wasn't like I, I woke up one night and I'm like, this is my <laughs> calling. Um <laughs> I started as a as a player. I compete. I I competed for quite some time. Uh, I think I got the game like two days after it got it was put out, and then on top of it, I had just finished up an internship after graduating college, so I had nothing on my plate, like absolutely nothing. Um, you know, I was like putting out applications, but it's it, in the field that I was in. It wasn't terribly easy in my area to pick up a job, and I knew it would take some time. So I was just I was accidentally putting in like forty hours into Rocket League a week. Cause I'm just like, this game is fun. Easy. easy I just, yeah. I just, I mean, yeah, you just, I wake up in the morning. I play for eight hours. I eat dinner. My parents are like, you can leave the room today. I'm like, nope. And then I go back <laughs> in my room and play some more rocket league with my friends. <laughs> and then I like got kind of good, started competing. Um, but there was like s- some kind of point where I realized like, I'm not a competitive person at heart. 
like losing doesn't hurt me. I don't Whoa. hate losing and I don't get that like amazed when I win. Like I like winning, but it's not like it doesn't, you know, some people really, you know, get off on winning, <laughs> get really happy when they win. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I just realized like that's, I don't think that's the mentality that I could possibly have to ever become like the best of the best. I know I could probably still be a pretty good player and maybe linger on the bubble teams, but like not caring that much about losses is just never going to make me like the best. So that's kind of when I started to veer from like, maybe I shouldn't put too much time into competitive because it just might not work. You know, like it's just, I don't think I've got that kind of personality. Um, and that was right around the time I had happened to kind of start casting just kind of for the league, for the Pulsar Premier League that I started. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just like cast a few games here and there. It was mostly just like, Hey, what if my casters don't show up? I'd rather have a backup plan because I want the league to run well. And it was really just for that case. Hmm. Um, and then like once it just kind of happened at the same time, like the moment I realized I probably shouldn't put too much time into being competitive while also starting to cast. And then it just kind of transitioned. Fascinating. Fascinating. And Interesting. You used to stream a lot too, as a player too. I mean, uh, you don't get around to that as, as often as you used to. I mean, do you, do you miss that or do you wish that you kind of took the streaming route or, um, yeah. Um, I mean, the streaming route is, it's just stressful. I mean, I don't know if either of you have ever like tried to just put in the time to, to grind out your stream. Um, it's, it's a lot more glorified than people think it is. I mean, I got nowhere near the top dogs. Like I think for a while I was probably in the top eight rocket league streams at any given, like, like people just knew like, Oh, final carpet probably streams today. Cause he just, I, I was streaming like 12 hours a day, like a monster. Um, yeah. But I mean, you bust your ass, you do everything you can to like, make your stream as constant as possible, as entertaining as possible. Like, it's exhausting. I mean, interacting with hundreds of people for, like, eight-hour periods and trying to stay happy, entertaining. Because, you know, the moment you start to tilt, like, no one wants to watch you anymore. I hate watching people that tilt on Twitch. I can't imagine everyone else doesn't hate watching people tilt on Twitch. Um, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a small entertainment factor to people that are fun to tilt, you know? <laughs> but, like, yeah. real, like, real tilt when you're just in a bad mood and start, like, yelling at everybody? Like, no one wants to watch that. So it's really hard to like keep your head about you the whole time. Um, I definitely, I'm kind of glad that I don't have to rely on it because it's stressful. Because I think the bigger fear of of streaming is that every moment you're not streaming, you feel like you're missing out. Um, Yeah. Every moment you're like, you're like, you know, I'm gonna stream from like from nine a.m. to to five p.m. Or worse yet, when you're playing and not streaming. Yeah, and like every time I pick up a, a controller, I'm like, yeah, I could probably stream this though, and at least pull some viewers, maybe get a few subs. Or like, you know, all of a sudden you you start ramping up and you're like, ah, like, you know, I told myself I'd stop at 4 p.m., but I'm at my highest viewership I've ever had. I just got a couple of big hosts. I can't stop now, right? So then you stay an extra four or five hours just to get you know, those more followers and to help grow your stream. And then like, you're like, oh, you know, I kind of want to get off now, but I just got another big host. And then it just like ramps up. And yeah. then the next day you wake up, you're like, I did so good yesterday. I should, I should, I should start streaming again. Grow that because all those people yeah. like that I got new are going to, are going to want to come back. Um, so what other community things? Like we know you have ROCS that is your main focus and we'll get to that in a little second, but what other community events are you involved with at this point? Um, I help a bit with like the background of PPL. Famous Frito is kind of what runs that. Um, but overall it's kind of hard to ensure that I'm a part of almost everything. Like I I definitely want to lend my hand where I can and use the resource. Like, you know, I like being a good resource to the community. 
um, as somebody that kind of has like a, a good eye on what's going on from the top. Like I get to see like how things are running and, and what could be a good or bad idea to a degree, but it's kind of hard because like, you know, you're into that pick and choose kind of moment. Like, you know, I like the whole community, but how do I just rightfully choose only one community to help or, or one group to help? So overall, I kind of just try to put all my energy into the RLCS mostly because I know that the better that gets, like the bigger the community is going to grow. It's kind of like my way of helping the whole community as a whole because the bigger the RLCS gets, just the better everyone's going to feel and, because when that grows, everything grows with it. And still you chose to help out the Life from Manfield community. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely like, I remember when you guys started. I mean, it was how long ago now? Eight months, nine months a ago? A year and a month. 13 months. A year ago? Yeah. Ooh. Wow, I mispredicted that bit. Um, <laughs> but I remember when you guys picked up, and I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I think podcasts are a really cool idea. Um, it's definitely, like, an interesting space when it comes to, like, the Twitch, Twitter world. Like, introducing podcasts is definitely different. And I actually have been curious to know how you guys have been doing. Um, but, yeah, and then I don't know what – I don't know if you guys mentioned something. But, like, one week, like, people were hopping in my stream and DMing me on Twitter. Like, you know those Manfield guys? They're pretty cool. You're pretty cool, too. <laughs> totally do it. <laughs> like, and – it was it was always that same phrase for some reason. I don't know if you guys said that no, like, no. as a joke. But All we like, say is, hey, if there's someone you want on the show, go tag them in a tweet or something and, and tell them to come on. That's all we say. And then that's so funny. No, it's great. I thought it was awesome. Like, like I'm not kidding. Like probably like 20 individual people, like just over the course of like a week, were like, hey, Manfield's cool and you're cool. You should totally go go on their show. You're that people like, you guys right, are doing really your job funny. on your game. No, like I'm not. Yeah, like seriously. It helped, it helped uh, kind of steer in the direction. Like, I knew you guys have been doing stuff, but it was really cool just to hear your community really reach out. I was wondering if, like, one person just made a whole bunch of Twitch accounts <laughs> <and was> like, <laughs> going after you. <laughs> it would have worked, too. I would have actually not known. It's pretty, it's pretty funny that you could actually pull that off. All right. So you've been involved with the RLCS um, all three seasons now, right? So you were one of the first casters brought on? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what's, what's looking different for you know this season what is what's the rlcs trying to do differently this season that they didn't try previously what are they trying to do to grow it that kind of stuff um so i don't have as much insight to that as i would like to have like as as more to like to give to you okay. guys a lot of that is kind of done outside of us we we really are mostly just casters <laughs> like we it's funny like people always look to us as like hubs of like secret information i'm like dude we just come and talk about the games. Like we don't know anything that's that big of a secret, but I definitely can, can see the direction things are going probably a little better just cause like I'm in the middle of it all. Um, and I definitely can tell that I think just in general, trying to reach out to the community and trying to get more of the community involved, you know, with the esports button that's coming out with this patch. Uh, I think in, for those of you that don't know of the patch note, essentially in the main menu screen of rocket league, whenever we're live, there will be another button added to the menu that says, like, now live, come watch. Um, hmm. Which could be huge. I mean, when you think about sometimes we have anywhere from, like, 80 to several hundred thousand people playing the game. You know, even if 1% of that shows up, that's a huge amount of people. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm I'm pretty excited to see what, what that leans towards. I think in general, like, after one whole year of it under our belt, I think everyone at Psyonix and, and Twitch and uh, the studio that runs at NGE... Like, we've got a pretty good idea of how things went and where to go from here. I don't know a whole lot outside of that, but I do know that, you know, with Psyonix putting as much money as they are into just helping grow the esport this year, that they're, I, I think they're going in a really good direction. What about even from just like the casting side of things? Like, in your guys' meetings and stuff, do they like tell you, like, hey, you know, like previously you guys have said stuff like this, done stuff like this? Like, 
you know, this season, try to don't be more energetic. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't ever say that again, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's definitely, it, it's getting to the point where like, we're, we're veterans of it at this point. Like we've been doing it for a solid year. You know, we've got a lot of hours under our belt. So as far as like being RCS casters, um, you know, in the beginning we were super green. None of us had ever been in front of a camera before. None of us had any day what we were doing to a degree. Uh, we just knew the game pretty well. Uh, and we had a lot to learn. And I think we were, we, we were looked to as such, like everyone kind of knew like, all right, like we're not going to give them the harshest feedback ever. Yeah. Uh, because you know, they're new, they don't know what they're doing and they're learning with us as well. So now that we've had, you know, about a year's worth of experience, I think we're getting to the point where we can start taking things in that more direct, like the betterment of everything, even, even as a group. Now we actually just recently had a very, uh, so just like a little lingo thing, essentially after like a show happens, um, this goes for most productions. You have something called a post-mortem, which is where you all get in a room after a show's done and you go one by one and talk about, you know, if you have feedback for the show, if there's something you had, you just go one by one and talk about it at the end of a show. That way, like, you don't lose it in your mind. You don't have to, like, email anybody. You just all say it right there together. Huh. Um, and we do it together as casters as well. We do. We, we try our best to do caster post-mortems where we all, all the casters get in a room because we, we're fresh off, you know, the, the desk and we know what our feedback is. Like, hey, you did this. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Or like, hey, I really like the way you did this. I, I hope I, I want to see you do more of that. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Um, it, it is hard to give feedback completely, like objectively and not feel. Well, they're like, your friends. Yeah, that's that's the hardest part, right? It's like we're all friends and we also every now and then like who else are we going to get feedback from? Like we need we need we're the ones that work together. So we're the best you know resource yeah. for that. To a degree, because I know, like, hey, I was the one sitting next to you on that cast, and I, you know, that really annoyed me. Or, like, you know, you really cut me off there. Or, you know, that sounded great. Please keep doing that with me kind of deal. Uh, but it, it is tough because, like, we're all friends, and it's it's hard to just psychologically let it go sometimes. You know, it's like, oh, like is he really that annoyed with it? Or, like, oh, man, I really like that. I can't believe he hated that, you know. Um, so it happens. But, yeah, we're, we're trying to get better at that now that, like, this is our we're, – we're going into our second year. It's the third season. We're trying to get better, like understanding and not get frustrated at each other and just do it for the better of the show. Huh? Oh, that's really cool. Um, huh. let's see. How, how do you guys choose what casters are going to cast each match? Um, that's actually not particularly, uh, our doing, uh, there's people that run the show that kind of understand, Certain things we have input as well. It's not like a one man show kind of deal. Yeah, it's not really particularly like our doing because the problem is if you leave it up to the casters, you're just gonna do nothing but run into problems. Like, what if everybody wants to cast one right. game? How do you decide it? Right, you're not gonna rock paper scissor it. And at the same time, as far as being like, you know, pretty unbiased, how do you know like what's best for a show when you're inside of the show? You know, you're always gonna have a little bit of biased opinion. Like, if I'm not a huge fan of a certain style of casting. Like, I know it's good, but it's just not my style. I might not want that for certain games when in reality, as far as the outside perspective goes, it could still be better. Hmm. So it's a lot harder. So we, we try and keep ourselves out of that as much as possible. And there are other people that are generally uh, more in charge of that. At risk of getting you in trouble with your bosses. There's a lot of opinions on, like, you know, how some of the RLCS format should change and stuff. Do you have any opinion on that kind of stuff? Um, I'll keep it loose at risk of getting in trouble with my bosses. Uh, but I do want to answer this cause I think it's, it's been a pretty intense subject that, I mean, I think having an opinion on it isn't a bad thing. No, you know, even in my not. position. Um, 
I'm I'm a a larger fan of having more opportunities to prove yourself. Uh, I think a single double elimination qualifier um, isn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I don't, I don't I don't particularly think it shows like always the best of the best. We generally get six out of the eight predicted teams, and then two wild cards, which I think is awesome. I love seeing new teams come in, but as far as like trying to keep pros invested and want them to be involved with things, considering that now you see Iris having to wait six months to play Rocket League competitively, that's got to be tough, right? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a step down from com- competition. It would suck, and I love all those players, and I really hope they keep playing, and I think they are from what I've seen, but I just think it's a little tough. And But I do think that what Psyonix is doing, they said they're going to be investing... I don't know how much money they said. Was it like one million or one and a half million so, into like throwing, throwing tournaments? Yeah, a lot more more money than I'm worth. Not much more. <laughs> uh, but you know, seeing them starting to put money into tournaments throughout the year that aren't just RLCS, you know, like big events and stuff. I think that's going to be a big step to helping those teams that don't make it because they've got a reason to keep playing. Um, but I think for the time being, like multiple qualifiers where you earn points then to 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 discover the true top eight. Yeah. I think would make for a more consistent result. I'm not saying that's better because I, I do think having wildcard teams and letting new teams come in is one of the coolest storylines we can ever do, especially as a caster like radiance. They're awesome to talk about because they totally did what no one else expected them to do. Yeah. But if you, if you put them through four qualifiers, could they have kept that up? You know, that's like the biggest thing. If they were like, let's say four separate qualifiers, we probably would see Iris in, in the top eight. But I don't know. It's like a toss-up. I, it. I think the game's still pretty new in the scheme of like the professional like thickness and how many and how the the depth of our pros. So I'm not. I don't think this is a bad way to go about it. But I I, I would also like to see maybe like different trials of multiple qualifiers and stuff. Interesting, interesting. And do you think eight teams is enough for the uh you know for league play or should it be expanded to more with how close teams are in each region right now? Um, I think at the moment eight eight is good considering like you know this esports has been around for just barely a year, uh, just over a year. Mm-hmm. Eight teams, it's kind of a lot. I mean, you're looking at sixteen teams between the two regions, and you see how long our seasons last, just trying to like cast every single game. Right, it gets it gets pretty overwhelming. Uh, I mean, obviously, if we can maybe start spreading the broadcast days to multiple days, and then we could have maybe 10, 10 12 teams. Um, but I think like the eight teams are close. But I think that once you add that nine and ten teams, it's going to maybe drop off a little bit. Hmm. Um, but not enough to say no, I guess. <laughs> but also, like with the money involved, with the money involved too, like when you start dispersing that amongst too many people, uh, I think that starts to dumb down how the top guys feel. Right? It's like, eh, you know, of course we want more people involved, but we're really good, and now our prize pool is getting taken from to incorporate more people. I don't know. There, there, there's a lot of reasons for it. I actually don't think I have a, a, a hard opinion. On either on either way, I think eight is definitely a good number. Going more never hurts because it's always cool to see more teams. Okay, yeah, interesting. Um, so you have a favorite team right now to watch? Maybe not a favoritism thing, but like, what team has caught your eye this past league play weeks the most? Um, in North America, I really like NRG. It's hard to not like them. Uh, I think I like NRG for the individuals, like the individual play. There's so much character to their play style because all three of them have very specific ways they go about things. 
and it's very easy. Like I don't even have to pay attention to what car they are or what their tag is to know who's going for a ball just because of the way they approach it. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Like Garrett G is much more is like super calculated and very specific to his movements. Fireburner is really grounded and like always makes the right choice. And Jacob is just Jacob. Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's always going to do the weirdest things, but like, it's so fun to watch. Um, I don't know if I really have a favorite team just yet. I, I actually am having a hard time thinking of the list right now. Um, is it RocketLeague.gg? I just want to look at the list because I can't think of it at the moment. RocketLeagueEsports.com. No, there's a new one. It's There's like RLCSG.gg or something like that. Oh, yeah, there's like... Yeah, there's something.gg. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah RLCS.gg. Yeah, RLCS.gg. Oh, that's so much nicer. That's such a short link. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, like it matters. When's the last time you typed out a full link after the first time? <laughs> it's true. You know, um, let's see who we got. Oh, selfless, probably selfless. Ooh. Yeah, I think selfless mostly because of. I think so. When season two was about to start, selfless was that same team, but with Jane Apps instead. Like, it was Jane Apps, Dapper, and Mio. Oh, yeah? Um, it was me and. Timmy was the sub, James right? Bot. Timmy was the yeah. sub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and James Bot were casting Gamer Saloon. Oh, man. And they took craps on everyone. They destroyed every pro team you could ever ask for. And it was like always like almost a domination. Like it was like three O's, two O's, three O's. They weren't letting anybody score on them. It was nuts. And I'm like, I can't wait to see these guys in LCS. They're easy top four. And then they didn't qualify because they kind of choked under pressure. Um. I was so excited for that. I think now just that excitement just kind of like got pent up for a whole season. And now that they're back, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot how excited I was to watch these guys play. Um, so I think they're just the, the, like a personal team for me just because I was I was excited to watch them play now that I'm getting to. And they're doing well on top of it. Uh, they're probably my favorite team to, to like look out for in the scheme of things. And then as far as Europe is concerned, I'm really liking Pocket Aces. Yeah. I think Pocket Aces, just the way they played, was super unique. Their passing was really odd and, and really hard for anyone to read. Uh, and they did really well in the game that they played. Nice. Well, speaking of games, we've got one for you. But, you know, we're going to be honest. Like, you've kind of, you know, got some success going with the RLCS and stuff. So, typically, when you play a game, you play for a prize. But you're not playing for the prize for yourself this game. You're playing for a prize for Ooh. one of our uh, supporters on Patreon to win. So, it kind of puts a little bit more on the line for you. All right. Oh, but if yeah. you win, we'll still send you a sticker, an LFM sticker. It's really official. It's really cool looking. So. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, all right. So we're actually today, for the first time on LFM, playing a game that I've invented. Uh, I'm, no. I'm super excited for it. You mean like Tongue Time? That is the very fun That game. was the worst <laughs> game ever. Um, no, this game, is, <laughs> this game is called uh, um, Bodies in Mind. All right. And... You're going to need to pull up your Rocket League client so you can see all the car bodies, but that's oh, no. all you're going to be able to need to see is just a list of all the car bodies. Okay. All right. And here's the premise of the game. First off, every question that I'm going to ask is just opinion-based, all right? Like, there's no wrong answers. So your answer can only Whoa. be opinions, all right? Well, carpet answers are okay. going to be wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Oh, is it me and Savage against well, each other? That's going we're, on. We're oh. kind of on a team here. All right. Oh, yeah. All three of us. Oh, god. So okay. here's what's going oh, to happen. I'm okay. going to ask an opinion-based question, and the goal is for two of us to come to the same conclusion, to have the same opinion answer. All right. Now, every answer oh, is god. going to be a car body. 
All right. Some of these questions are pretty obscure, but every question answer will be a car body. All right. Wait. Oh, crap. Um, I launched my client that doesn't have all the cars. That's OK. Um, Someone's got a smart. Right. No, I don't. This is my regular account. <laughs> <laughs> Couple quick rules. Don't worry about imports. Like if it's just, you know, a normal one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, what I'll do is I'll ask the question and then I'll do a three, two, one. And we'll each say our answer at the same time. If two of us have the exact same answer, then we, uh, we get a point. If we accrue three points over these seven questions, we've won the game carpet. You are on okay. the mind that we need you to have the hive mind. All right. My All right. Mind. We got it. Okay. Uh, today you're playing for the prize, uh, for bourbon blood, new patron supporter. Uh, okay. so make sure that if you want to support the show and win prizes that, uh, famous people are winning for you, you go to patreon.com slash elfmanful to do that. Um, all right, here's the first question. We'll start light. They're not all going to be rocket league related, but this one is which car would you like to see more of in the RLCS? All right. Think for a second. Oh, which car would yeah. you like to see more of? Is this like, this is your opinion. This is your opinion. Oh, no. All of our opinions. <laughs> oh, so we just have to agree. We just have to one? hope that we're ac- We just have to hope that yeah. we agree on. Yeah. On them. What about? Oh, hang on. Hang oh, on. Hang on. There's say. a three-two. Oh. There's a process, man. Come on. Did you not pay attention? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. No, he doesn't. This, this is what, what I deal with. Show you I deal with here. this week in and week out. Oh. All right. Yeah, I don't listen to you. <laughs> everyone got it? I yep yeah yep, okay yeah here we go three two one Marauder Marauder Ripper <gasps> wait would you say did you guys both say Marauder yeah yeah oh okay let's go wait the Ripper oh my goodness yeah I'd love to see the Ripper dude that car is badass it's not bad <laughs> I mean it's better than I was gonna say Merc and then I realized James would get yeah exactly that's why yeah. I avoided that one too. All right. <laughs> started off good. Started off good. Um, <laughs> all right. This is not going to end well. This is going to be great because some of these questions are amazing. If cars could vape. <laughs> oh, yes. Which one would be the most likely to pick up the habit? Um, I need to. Oh, God. Okay. This is, this is actually great, dude. This is an awesome game. <laughs> this is actually really cool. Uh, all right, I'm not ready. I got I've got it. mine. Are we all ready? Um, um, oh gosh, I got it. All right, I got it. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, Venom, Vulcan, Hot Shot. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right, you chose Hot Shot. Why'd you choose Hot Shot? I don't know, man. It's just like long and lanky. Okay. And it like looks like a kind of like that that tall bro that would just probably like let you know how good he is. <laughs> he's got like a grill for it too. I can see it. Can yeah, see it. he's got like the grill to like get get some sick clouds, bro. <laughs> just rip some cotton. <laughs> and he's got. I just realized he's got like filters in the front of this car. Oh Look man, yeah. I should have went hot shot. Actually, I think you, 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 clear you, choice. Yeah, you were right on that one. <laughs> if you could marry one car. What would it be? Mm, oh, I got it. Um, it's a very specific car. I'm looking for. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> uh, 
There's only All like right. 33 of them. All right. All right. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All righty. Three, two, one. Dominus. Scarab. Grog. <laughs> Grog. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why the, why the Grog? Dude. I like him nice and thick. <laughs> See, I chose the Dominus because I wanted a stable shooter in the streets, but a freestyler in the sheets. So <laughs> oh, man, he even came up with a catchphrase for it. Look at him go. I like the Scarab because I think it looks the most dainty. It does it look pretty dainty. dainty. Yeah. It is dainty. I don't uh, want to get hurt in the bed. All right. <laughs> we, we've got four more chances to get two of these. We, we, I have faith that we can do it. We Especially on this totally next one. This next one should be obvious. Probably not. If Elijah Wood played Rocket League, he would most likely choose oh. what car? Jesus. What do you mean obvious? <laughs> obvious? Who are you? <laughs> I got to look up a picture of Elijah Wood. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All I can see are his glistening he's blue Frodo. eyes. He's Frodo. Yeah, he's Frodo. Nerds. <laughs> Think of whichever car... Think of whichever car can go through like 500 sword fights and pick up zero sword skills. Okay. Yeah. I That's got pretty it. much Frodo. <laughs> That's pretty much Frodo. I got my car. All right. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Paladin. Paladin. Yes! Yes! Oh! <laughs> Did we all three say it? Has little... No, he said Venom. No, no. I said Venom. I said Venom. Oh, Venom's a good one. Venom's a good one. Venom's a good choice. Venom, Venom just, I don't know. If I had to say one that reminds me of the figure of, of him. Elijah Wood. It's that, be the oh, it like, looks like him. Little, yeah, I could see it. A, li- a little petite, you know, but like also like a little intimidating. I think the Venom would be the perfect answer to it if Elijah Wood vaped and played Rocket League. Which <laughs> There you go. He'd be the Venom straight up. Man, I can't believe you guys both said Paladin. Is that because it looks like he had a sword on the front? Yeah. Yeah. You said the sword thing and I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad that I, I steered you guys in the right you're, direction. You're and an I went influencer. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We only need one we, more. Yeah, we only need one more, and we got two questions to do it. Here we go. This one's a good one. If the Octane is equal to McDonald's and the Breakout is equal to Burger King, this car would be White Castle. Wait, repeat that. The Octane is equal to McDonald's. The Breakout's equal to Burger King. This car would be White Castle. The Breakout is equal to Burger King? Sure. It's obscure. Just get <laughs> <a> car. <laughs> No, no, no. I gotta know. I gotta make sure I'm... Alright, so if Octane is McDonald's and Breakout is Burger King, that means there's an O and No, there's literally no <laughs> end to think. And the <laughs> second C is... <laughs> the second the C is, is capitalized. in McDonald's. It's, it's still a C, though, so it's okay. Alright, I'm ready. And breakout starts with a B and has an R in it. So, the Grog? Is that what we said? What are you? Oh no! It's you're saying um, we ha- we have our opinion that are we're you about to right out. Now? We're choosing for White Castle. That's what yeah. We're, we're choosing for White Castle. <laughs> I'm really bad at this game. Oh, <laughs> all right. We're choosing for White Castle. I'm ready when you I are. I got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Zippy. Gizmo. Merc. Oh no! Oh, the Gizmo's a good one. Why didn't I choose? I didn't see the Gizmo. Gizmo, man. It's always the odd man out. Down that far. White Castle's like that odd man out that like you don't yeah. think you want it, and then when you have it, you're like, this is great. But it's also yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It looks like it's gonna be good. 
and then you don't feel great about it. <laughs> yeah, afterwards you're like, oh, that was a lot of rank I just lost. <laughs> also, my butt feels funny. All right, this is the last question. We've got to get it. We got to do it. All right, which car best represents your first kiss? Oh man. <laughs> Uh, um, gotta think. Oh man, I'm I. As much as I want to pick an answer, you <laughs> I guys got it. Pick, I have to pick an answer that accurately represents it. So I'm gonna go with okay. I've yeah. got it. All right. Oh, I've got I've got an answer for mine. All right. This Here is we go. Be so bad. <laughs> Three, two. One, Astrid Proteus. No, <laughs> what we did? We did the Proteus and the Triton. <laughs> oh wow! Wait, wait, why Triton? Because it's smooth as hell, man. My first kiss is smooth as hell. Uh, so I went for the uh, the other option. I went for the Proteus because it was awkward. Yeah, that's why I went with the Esper. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? I think the answers were good enough that the game's a success. It, it doesn't matter if we weren't able to get on the same mind. Yeah, I, I loved threw, hearing. I, I threw it with the grog answer. You know, that was a throw. I don't know, man. That is the best answer. I think. I think that's the answer that won the game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'll accept it. I'll accept it. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for playing. Hey, where can people find like interaction with you? Are you on Twitter, Twitch? Like, where's all that stuff? Uh, yeah, Twitter, Twitch. Everything you want to find about me is just going to be under the same handle, Findable Carpet, because no one's dumb enough to take that name for pretty much any <laughs> interface ever. Uh, I stream a few times a week. It's definitely minimal, but I've been trying to do it a bit more. Um, and I'm on Twitter pretty prevalently. So yeah, findable carpet on both of those. It's probably the best place to, to see me do whatever I'm doing. Awesome. So go hit him with some follows, some subs, whatever you guys do, do it best. Uh, show him some love. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I hope you had fun. Dude, thanks a lot for having me. Seriously, this was a blast. And uh, I'm really glad I could reach out to you guys and, uh, be on the show. Cool. Thanks. Awesome. And now it's time for The Weekly Whips. Savage, how how was your past week in the Rikit League? Wait, you want to know about my week? I want to know about your week in the Rikit League, as they Wait, say. Like in what Norway. I did this week in yes. Rocket League? Yes, you, Savage. That's, that's what you want to know? I don't know why. You're... Oh, boy. I'm going to get another phone call if you keep doing this. <laughs> good one so my week in rocket league what did i do this week i didn't get a play until sunday because apparently my dorm was locked until then Wh- why was your dorm was a bummer it's like closed for spring break so like we were gone for the week and apparently it wasn't opened up until 8 a.m on sunday so you can't like get whatever. in like period no my poor desktop was in here and he was so lonely that doesn't he just wanted to be played with Makes sense. Like people might need like medications or something that they left in the room. Like they've also think about all the international students that come to you. Yeah. Don't like it's way too expensive for them to go home over break over for like a week. Yeah. So what do they have to do? They got to go like pay for a hotel. No way. That's expensive. Yeah. Are you serious? They get kicked out. You're not even allowed to stay in the dorm over spring break. You're just not allowed. No. That's messed up. I thought you were. They didn't tell us anything about it. Which That's like, whatever. Okay, so you didn't get to play until Sunday. I got to play it Sunday, though. And it was kind of rough. It was a... 
it was a rough coming back day for me in the rough couple days you know like sometimes after a break you're like all right oh i'm back and i'm like i'm feeling good about what's going on you were but not like, feeling good i was i was not feeling good about what was going on it was crazy i was like bad at the game for the first time in a couple of years <laughs> the first time in a couple of years and not every day oh i'm just kidding i'm sorry that was mean that was really rude and mean of me yeah i shouldn't I, say things like that yeah but um, other than that, I really had a very tame couple days. Lost a lot of rank, kind of brought it back, kind of gave up on some of them. Um, but I worked on my ones a little bit, I because like I tried to play on my laptop and like lost a lot of games. No, I really shouldn't fun. try to play ranked when I'm just like checking things out. But then again, I don't really care about what's happening this season. That's true. That's um, true. but I. Let's see. My highlight of these couple days, I played in a 1v1 tourney last night. I played in the Boost Legacy tourney. Did you really? Uh-huh. It's crazy. You. I was streaming for a couple hours at that point, going into it, feeling pretty hot and ready to go. I go up 3-0 immediately, like not even a problem. I'm in it in and I'm thinking, wow, I don't want to ruin this guy's day because at the beginning of it, he was like, hey, I listen to your podcast all the time. Aww. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I was like, he was like, see, there's dozens of us. <laughs> there's at least two. <laughs> um, but like, I didn't want to, I went up three out. So I was like, you know, I probably should take it easy on him. And then he decided to just ruin my life. Um, his name is, um, um, dangles. And he, he had some pretty dirty dangles. I don't, he, that's like that sounds uh, dirty. Yeah, they were dirty. Okay. He beat me like six to three that first game, and then nine to three the next game. Oh, and poor at Sam. one point he like had a mind game on me that I just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> so you threw for the listeners. I threw for the listeners. You know, like I, so. I didn't. I didn't want to tell him in person that I was just like going to let him win because so. yeah. that would have made him feel bad about like, but yeah. obviously they know yeah. anyone that listens to this podcast is not nearly as good as either of us. So like, yep. Yep. yeah, this is how we, we just got to be nice to him. <laughs> like any, but if anybody's listening that you've ever played and like, maybe you guys haven't won against, like, obviously you're just like being a nice guy because that's just the type of people we are. Obviously. It's just the type of people we are. What about you, sir? Well, last week I started my job. It was my first week of my job. And so like it was equal parts where I wanted to come home and keep learning programming and equal parts like I don't want to touch programming ever again. Please Rocket League be my escape. And so like, yeah, I got some decent amount of like gaming in. Um, I did like, I don't know. The the team, the good old team was kind of like taking a competitive break for a little while. So well, it's um, just like it's fair. Yeah, just after the ramp down of RLCS and stuff like that. We're gonna come back here soon with, with a vengeance. Um especially now that the new Mocket League thing has been uh, announced. So Market Championship series. Yeah, the Market Championship like series. Too. We we feel like we're coming into that at, at a high seed, like a you know, at least top five seed. So uh we're excited for that. Um and then uh, so I got a chance just to, you know, grind some good old ranked and prove to myself that I actually am underranked because 
I wanted a pretty good like 75 point tear through threes. I didn't play any twos, but um, yeah, just a nice good old fashioned climb. Uh, yeah, I want to stream yeah. more because you know I've got I've got the sub button now. I've got people who like watching my stream, but I've just got to figure out my new schedule with the new job. It's looking like it's going to be Thursday nights, uh, Friday late afternoons. And, and Saturday mornings, which I hate doing three consecutive days. I got to figure out a way to get a Monday or Tuesday stream in, but it's tough. I can't stream on Tuesday. It's podcast night. And then Monday. Yeah, it's tough. It's a rough one. It's a rough it's and okay, tough one. Because people can come watch me at twitch.tv slash savagerl on Mondays and Wednesdays. And well, then. Okay, there's that, I guess. I had 200 followers last night. That's crazy. Hey, congratulations, my friend. How many people like me? Like oh. almost 100. Because I think the rest of them are fake accounts. There are dozens of them. <laughs> I can, I've said that joke twice. Now I'm going to get a phone call. That's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much for listening to our Rocket League ramblings, as they pretty much are. A uh, couple of news stuff that we want to make you guys aware of. First up, really exciting stuff. Um, well, it's, it's bad news, but it's actually good news that's going to look like bad news. We're going to have to postpone slightly, a little bit, the Manfield cut until a later date. But that's only because it's getting bigger than we had even planned. So we have some exciting stuff, some exciting stuff to announce about the Manfield Cut. But we can't quite do that yet. But next week, we will definitely have an official announcement about the Manfield Cut. And you should be excited because it's some awesome stuff. Uh, Also, last week, um, I did this thing that I'm starting up for our patrons called the Manfield Academy. Uh, Anyone who subscribes to my Twitch channel or is a patron of the show, basically anyone who somehow, you know, through some way or another gives money towards me um, in Rocket League fashion, then it's open to you. But essentially, it was this idea of the best way to coach is to get instructions live while you're playing the game. So the Manfield Academy is a series of private matches we do with all of the people that are coming to get coached. And um, I take one person at a time separately in a channel and watch and spectate your screen while you're playing and help uh, give advice and instructions while playing so that way you can find out where decision making and stuff like that differs from you know someone at a, like a higher level so um, the Manfoot Academy went off last week without a hitch it was really cool we had like nine people show up so we were able to like cycle people in through some 3v3s um, this next week we're going to focus on 2v2s um, so we might not be able to get to everyone but we'd still need enough players and stuff so if you're interested in that make sure you know that you're either subbed to my channel you're a patron and then um that uh stay tuned in the discord i'll announce it at least the day before it's actually happening um so that you know you guys can make sure you're coming out for the manfield academy and then uh yeah other than that there's some big stuff coming from the podcast because of how awesome you guys have been on patreon so um you make you guys are literally making some more ventures and stuff possible for us through what you guys have been giving to the show uh so savage why don't you why don't you talk a little bit more about our patrons about our patrons yeah you mean how awesome and awesome they are and how awesome they are (laughs) yeah well i mean i feel like the first way to do that is just to go through and just list how many freaking awesome cool people there are hey if they're new you point it out you know you know i will and and today we're gonna go we're gonna go all the way down the list all the way down the list all the way so first off, starting up at our super champion patrons, we have Pyfer J and Fecal Frenzy. Uh, then we hop down to our champion patrons, the stunt guy Johnny Kooks, Spook, Kettle and Clock, and Chompenstein RL. Then we hop over to our all-star patrons. We have Pastronaut, Linux, Vapor GB, Young Malcolm RL, Ninja Sepvan, 
Hong Kong bad boy, Scott Wishart, Goose, and then we get into our, which this just blows me away. The fact that I'm going to go down these next couple, and I can tell you that every single person on this list is new, is just redonkulous. This is kind of cool. All right. So, so first off, we have Bored Peter. Oh, wow. These people are clapping. Um, then we have Dondo Chaka, who's not necessarily new, but just popped up even more. Now he's newest. Now we have Bourbon Blood, who needs to make sure that he's in contact with us to win his things that he won. And then we have Zeno, spelled with an X. He's like a dino with an X. And then we have Darth Goji. Welcome, welcome to the family team. Wow, just just claps all around. Rounds of applause. That was me. I was doing all that clapping. And we have our challenger patrons. We have Get an Archon Blaze. Makes a lot. Pete the Possum. Don't shock. Oh, Don't shock is not a challenger patron anymore because oh, he jumped oh. up. Wow, whoever makes this list Bookkeeping is just air. awful. Bookkeeping not air. Not nearly as cool and awesome as these patrons are. So we have Pete the Possum. JJ Kick two three. I want there to be another K in his name. Always. JJKK23. Yeah. And then we have Dheimer. And then we have our last new patron for the week, which is Joe Gumble. Joe Gumble. And not to forget about our awesome, one of the longest running patrons we have, which is Epic Ariel. Oh my and goodness. Their prospect level. We need to figure out if we're renaming our patrons from, for the new rank system, like this week. Oh, yeah. We'll have a meeting about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so we'll we'll figure that out. Actually, we'll be able to, like, have real names. Um, what do you mean? We'll s- Pfeiffer and Fecal will be champion patrons. Um, then we'll have Diamond. We got to figure it. We'll, we'll figure. Have... Hey, we're not doing this right now. We'll figure shh, it out. Shh, don't spoil Thanks it. Thanks to everyone spoil it. who <laughs> tweeted about the show. Uh, you guys are our tweeters and of course our top rocket tweeters, people who tweet, you know, so much week in, week out. They've been doing this consecutively, helping get the word out because we don't pay to advertise the show or anything. It's just this word of mouth and you guys being active on Twitter really helps us out. And in fact, uh, you guys being active on Twitter and tagging people who you want on the show is how we were able to get carpet on the show today. So make sure that if you have someone you want as a guest on the show that you tweet at him because you heard him say it himself that he, you know, was like, I don't know like what happened, but people started reaching out to me. So keep up the good work on that. Top rocket tweeters are Declan Sparkling Sparling. Sparkle. Sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> You're obese, wizard. Blaze, the man we look up to. I'm looking up right now. Pete, the magic possum. tweeted about the show. Corporal, we salute you. I salute Oh, you. it was supposed to be a 10. Huh? That's what it is. That's what it, I remember that one. Because that's the salutable suggestions. Gosh, Knox. The ref. You know who, anything who, him? Our podcast? Who, the ref? Him. The Rev? Wait, the Rev? And the new That's one. That's crazy. Darth Goji. Darth? Is from the dark side. So. He said he had cookies the other day. That's kind of cool. All right. The, all right. Darth Goji. We're going to go with. Um, Goji. <laughs> I am your Darth father. <laughs> how about. Um, how about. 
you've become more powerful than your master. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's a little too far out of there. Um, how, how about, about just use the force? Use the Darth. I like that one. Use the Twitter. <laughs> use Twitter. <laughs> also tweeting about the show, Cat from Kansas, Jesper O'Layson, Lennox, Skate Zero, Fecal Frenzy, Findable Carpet, Arl Memphis, Board Peter Bricker, L Links a lot and Hadam. Thank you guys so much. But that is going to do it for us this week. But you can tune in next week for what, Savage? So this past week, all of my streams have consisted of um, cooking rice. So, and those were kind of interesting because I had the webcam on the rice. But next week, the entire podcast will just be an audio of the rice cooking. All right. Well, make sure you don't miss that next week. Uh, until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I am Savage. And thanks to Calvin Kansas to sending Savage. in this <laughs> quote from the Beatles. And in the end, the shots you take are equal to the passes you make.